Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1, you just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today. And we do hope and pray that you will continue to listen every Sunday. We do pray that you and ask that you will follow us there on Facebook, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Follow us here on Block Talk Radio. And follow us also on Pinterest, Twitter, and our Google blog. And all you have to do is just Google Voice of Truth and you should be able to find us, and we want to thank you for that. We want to welcome all new listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We pray that you will become um, a follower of the work of ministry here at Voice of Truth and Without Walls Worldwide Ministries was under the leadership of Apostle, Prophet, Yvonne Ryle, and Pastor Joseph Ryle. And we have been doing ministry this coming July for 10 years. And so we give God all the glory. We want you to be a part of that. We want you to lock that in on your phone. Our anniversary service will be in July, uh, serving God and doing his work a ministry for 10 years, amen. We thank God for this day. This is a day that God has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. We ought to be thanking him for allowing us to see another Sunday, amen. Thanking God for who he is, and because of who he is, we are who we are in God. And we just thank you for being a part of this ministry. Amen. I want to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory, we magnify your name. Lord, we thank you and we know that you're able to do all things for fellows. Without you, we are nothing, but with you, we can do all things and we have everything that we need in you, O Father. Father, we pray right now for believers all around the world. We pray that you will meet the need and fill their cup, oh, God, whatever they need, oh, God. Don't let them lack for no good thing, oh, God. If they're worried, God, we pray that you will give them peace, oh, God. If they're troubled in their home, oh, God, we ask for peace, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you right now, God, let all bills be paid, God. Let no one lose their home. Let no one lose their vehicles, oh, God. Let our mortgage payments be paid. Let our rent payments be paid. Our car payments be paid and insurance. We pray, Father, and thank you even now for putting food on our table and clothes on our backs and shoes on our feet. We thank you, Lord, that you're able to keep us in these last and evil days, oh, God. Father, we pray that you will send 
wealth unto the people of God all around the world. The people of God, your church, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to send it now, Lord. Send prosperity to them now, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, those who have somewhere lost some faith, we pray right now, Father, that you will strengthen their faith. We pray right now, Father, that they will know that you have not forgotten about them, that you have not forgot the covenant and the covenant promise that you have made with them, O God, that it surely shall come to pass because you spoke the word. And so, Lord, we thank you right now, God. We ask you to keep the leaders of your ministry covered under the blood of Jesus. Guide their footsteps. Help them to lead your people in the way that you have them to go, O God, in the name of Jesus. We pray right now, Father God, for souls, O God, all those who are not saved and don't know you yet, God. We pray that they will come to you, O Father, and ask, what must I do to be saved, O God? We pray right now, Father, that they will get tired of walling down in sin and come to the Father. Father, we just call them out in your name. Come to Jesus while you still have time. Come to Jesus while the blood is yet running warm in your veins. Come to Jesus while it's still day. Come to Jesus. He came and lived and died and rose again that you might have life. And we thank you, God, right now, God, for every soul that is saved, every soul that is healed, every soul that is delivered, and every soul that is set free. For the word of God declares whom the Son has set free is free indeed. And, Lord, we just thank you right now that they're free, that they're healed, that they're made whole in Jesus' name. All this we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. We just give you all praise, Lord. You are worthy, so worthy of our praises. Hallelujah to your name, O God. We just give you praise. We just give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We just worship you. We just worship. We give you praise. There's none like you in all of the earth, God. We give you a hallelujah praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We just give you praise, Lord. We give this message back unto you, O God. We thank you, God, for your holy word, God. Don't let us just be a hearer, God, but let us be a doer of your word, O oh God. We sing hallelujah to your name, hallelujah to your name. We give you highest praise in Jesus' name, amen and amen. The message today will come from Acts, the 28th chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, and when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Medida. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us, every one, because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast, hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he had have escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffer not to live. 
and he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. How be it they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they they changed their mind and said that he was was a god. And in the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and lost us three days cautiously. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flu, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hand on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also which had disease in the island came and were healed, who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laid us with such things as were necessary. We're going to stop reading right there, but we do want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. Amen. We want to thank God for the word. The title of the message is today, The Devil Can't Kill What God Has Anointed to Live. Devil Can't Kill What God Has Anointed to Live. So we just thank God and we just give God all praise. We give God all glory and we magnify his name. He is worthy to be praised. Here, I want to talk a little bit in the chapter before Paul, uh, being an apostle of God and selected to preach the word of God. And God was uh, with Paul wherever he was. He was with Paul. And Paul was was doing his work of ministry at this time. Paul was doing the work of ministry. He was doing um, what God had called him to do. And as Paul was doing the work, you know, when you are doing truly what God has called you to do, um, there are many oppositions. And Paul went through a lot just trying to do the work of ministry for God. And um, he was in prison. He was in bonds. He was in chains. And and when he was in bonds and chains, the chapter before talks about how they were shipwrecked and how they made it through the shipwreck and they got on the island and you know, Paul really had told him, you know, look, um, the captain, if I could call him a captain, we don't need to really go out in all this weather, this storm. But the captain, of course, didn't listen to him, didn't listen to the man of God. And sometimes we do that. We don't listen to the man or woman of God that God has placed over us to be leaders. But God is calling us to to do a greater, greater work. Paul was doing a greater work, but even though he was doing the greater work, there was something always that was coming against Paul. And the Bible, the Bible says that um, here in this chapter, that even though uh, Paul and them had just escaped the, the storms of the sea, 
They had escaped the storms of the sea. Every man had made it. The, the Bible said they made it uh, on boards and pieces of the of the ship. And when they uh, they escaped to safe to the land, and they end up in Merida. And so when they got, there was a barbarian people there, and they was really kind to them because, you know, the weather was still bad, and they had made a fire and all these things. And and because of, of the presence of the rain and all of the things, and maybe that's why they were kind. We really don't know why they were, but they were. Well, as Paul began to gather up sticks to pull on the fire, there came out a rifle, which represents like a snake, and this snake bit into the hand of Paul. And so here was Paul. You know, he just he done just came through this. And you know, sometime in our life we have storms, just like Paul. Then we're in this storm, and as soon as we get through this storm, there come another storm. You know, sometime our life is just like a shipwreck. Things are going on, tossing, torn, just like contrary wind. And we get through that, and before we can get through that, here comes something else. Now here comes this snake, all out of nowhere, a poisonous snake. And he bit Paul or his his fangs or teeth, if you want to call it, was down in the flesh of Paul. And so here were these barbarian people, you know, and and they were they were looking at him and they were watching him. Do you know that there are people who are watching you? There are people who are against you that are watching you. They're always watching you. They want to see if you're going to make it. See, the thing that the word says that they were waiting for Paul to die. They were waiting for Paul to fall dead. And they were just whispering. Have you ever heard whispers and backbiters and backstabbers and them street committees that come against, come against you, come against the work of God, come against the ministry? And they're waiting and they're always watching because first they want to see what you're going to do. Secondly, they want to see if your God is going to help you. They want to know where your God is. And thirdly, they want to see if you're going to make it. They want to see if you're going to come through or how you're going to come through. Well, see, that's what they were doing here in this story of Paul. You know, Paul was still who he was in God. And I believe that Paul had so much faith. As a matter of fact, that Paul had no fear, that Paul, even though the snake had bitten him, he shook it off. You know, sometimes that we just have to shake it off. Whatever it is that is coming against us, it may have been meant to destroy us. It may have been meant to kill us. It may have been sent to kill us. Because that Paul and came through all this storm, all this rain, and all of this stuff, all of them on these little pieces of wood or whatever they was on the these little pieces of the boat. Now they get over here. Here comes the same thing that Paul another way. You know, if they can't, the devil can't get you one way, he'll try to come another way. And so we got to realize that when God is on our side, the devil cannot kill what God has anointed to live. Now, it ain't going to say that he ain't going to try, and it ain't going to say that he's not going to do it. Now, I don't know who your enemies are, but God does. But I want you to know that the devil cannot kill what God has anointed to live. You are anointed to live, can't kill you. Can't kill you. You know, they can speak words against you. The Lord tells us that, you know, that the tongue is very deceitful. It's like a venom, a viper 
is on the lips. So people, just like these people in here, they was whispering about Paul. People whisper about you. People were gathered together against you, and they gathered together in groups with tongues like a snake, tongues that bite like a serpent, that stings like an antler. That's what the word tells us about that. But I want you to know today that no weapon that is ever formed against you, it shall not prosper. Now, the Bible didn't say that it wasn't formed, but it did say that it wasn't prosper. And we see in the word of God that that is the truth, because even though this snake bit and there was a poison snake, and it bit Paul. Paul did not fall dead. They were waiting for it now. They were waiting for it. They were waiting for him to fall dead. Because they said, no doubt, this man is a murderer whom, though he escaped the sea. See, God has already made an escape for you. And you're going to escape. Whatever's coming against you, but you got to trust God in whatever you are going through. As apostles will say, we have to learn to accept what God allows. And if he has allowed it, he has made a way of escape for you. He's already made a way of escape for you. You cannot be shaking in your boots. Whatever that thing is, you got to shake it off and know that the devil can't kill what God has anointed to live. And the word tells us that he cannot, the devil cannot. He's going to come at you many ways. He's going to come at you every day, but he cannot. That's why the word tells us, he said, the word says to us that we shall not die, but live and declare the works of God. You're going to live. You're gonna come. Uh, you're gonna come through this thing, no matter what it is, no matter what weapon that the devil forms against you, no matter who he uses against you, it will not prosper. You know, one thing I love about Paul, even though Paul had just got bitten and all of this thing, and Paul was still continuing to do the work. You know, whatever you're going through. As I heard one powerful man of God said one. You gotta keep doing the work. Don't worry about the enemy. Don't worry about what the, the devil's doing. Don't worry about it. You stay focused and continue doing the work. Now all this has happened and Paul um Paul did not suddenly fall dead as they thought that he would. He didn't swell up and die. Some people want you to fall. You know, some people are waiting and sitting and watching, and they know that they have spoke different words against you with their tongue. But what they don't realize, the words that you, the words that will come back to you, it'll come back to your seed. It'll come back to your generation. That's why we have to be careful with our tongue. We got to be careful. Don't rise up against God. Don't don't do it. Paul was a man of God. And he was doing a great and mighty work for God. God is able to keep you in the midst of any storm. And I know that people bite you. People bite you. Well, you might say, not what a, not just think about, well, so bite you. <laughs> well, we going to go there. But people will bite you with their tongue when they're talking about you. And when they're coming against you and they're speaking evil against you. That's like being like a serpent. Poisonous tongue that speak evil against people of God. 
And so when this serpent comes now, now this allows us to see, you know, you get through one thing, here goes another thing. But God has already made a way of escape. You have to know who you are in God. And you have to trust God in it all. Because he knows where you go. He knows where you're going. He knows how you're going to get there. He already knows. So we have to trust in him to know that if God has allowed it, he has already made an escape. It ain't what it looked like. It may look like I might drown. It looked like Paul was going to die, but he didn't die. But he lived. You're going to live through this. You're going to have a testimony and a witness. What they said, no test, no testimony for God. So we got to believe God and know that our God is able to keep us, even in the midst of whatever we're going through. And we got to stay with God. We can't turn from God. We got to stay with God and know that God is with us. And even though people are watching you, always know that somebody is always watching you. God sees you and whatever you're doing. Man sees you. See, God sees us at all times. Man sees us when we're out and about. They can't see what's going on behind the closed doors, but they see you and they're watching. They're watching your every move. Because they done done things against you. And they're waiting to see if you're going to fall. That's what they're watching you. So be careful who you tell your business to. Don't put everybody and give everybody your what's going on in your house. Ain't none of their business. You don't overload them no explanation. If God has called you to do a work, you do the work of ministry. And sometimes it's going to be very hard. But you got to stay focused and you got to continue to do the work. The word tells us there was no harm that came to Paul. Ain't no harm going to come to you. Trust God. And see, they're watching you because some don't believe who you are. They don't believe that you're a prophet. They don't believe that God even called you. They don't even believe that God called women preachers. They don't believe that you are an apostle. They don't believe that you are a minister. They don't, mean, they don't believe that God is chosen. They don't believe you're anointed. They don't believe it. Well, people fight what they don't believe. And they fight what they're not afraid, what they're afraid of. So they watch it, and they sit, and they wait. Just as these people did, they were looking for Paul to fall and die. Now, that's sad. Instead of them trying to help or whatever they do, you know, it's a procedure that you do if you get a snake bite. But why wasn't they trying to help him? They were just sitting there looking at it. They said, look, what did it say in the word? They said it, they were looking for a great while and saw no harm came to him. Paul was a man of God, no weapon. He was a man of God. You're a woman of God. You're a man of God, no weapon. That has ever formed against you, it will not prosper. 
Now, he did not say that it would not reform. He didn't say how it was going to come. We don't know who it's going to come through. We don't know who the devil going to send to rise up against us. It might be somebody on the road, road raid. It might be somebody in the church house. It might be somebody on your job. It might be a so-called friend. It may be somebody drinking liquor courage. But whatever it is, the devil probably sent them. It's not the people, it's within the people. And so we have to be ready and, and know that God has already made an escape. You know, there's some things you can't go around. And I know sometimes we don't want to go through nothing. But there are anointing on your life. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something to walk in it. It's going to cost you something to preach the word. It's going to cost you something to do the work. It costs Jesus. He died for us. It costs him a price. It's going to cost us. The anointing on your life is going to cost you something. It don't come free. It don't come free. You don't get it, for, and you don't get it through any Bible school or none of those things. It, you gonna have to go through something, and doing the work, and doing the ministry, and doing the things of God, just trying to live a holy and righteous life for God. You gonna go through something. You gonna go through something. But I want you to know that God is with you. And I, I, I because in the in the word, Paul, Paul did not even. Uh, take the glory of God. So I want to make sure that we don't take God's glory and think that it's us. Because, see, they said, well, hmm. I'm just paraphrasing it. Hmm. Now, he just got bit by a snake. Now, this is a poisonous snake. And you mean to tell me he didn't fall dead? He didn't swell up, fall down and die? Hmm. They start calling him and seeing him as a god, a liturgy god. But I don't believe that Paul ever took God's glory. And we want to make sure that we never take God's glory and that we give all credit to him for the anointing that's on our lives and what he delivers us from every day. We've got to give it back to him. See, if the devil never comes at you, and you always smiling and going on and all this kind of stuff, I want to know what side you're on. Because I know for a surety, if you are truly walking in the way of God, and you are doing the work, and your ministry is effective, you're living a holy, righteous life before God, the enemy is not going to let you just do that with not coming at you. He's going to follow you. Do you know that the devil will follow you? <laughs> the devil will follow you. He's watching you because he knows that the anointing, he knows what the anointing will do. He knows what the power of the blood will do. He knows what the word of God will do. He knows it's going to bring healing. He knows it's going to bring deliverance. He's going to set people free. See, now, when Paul got on this island, even though he went through all that stuff, just getting to the island, well, I guess we can kind of look at it this way. Hmm. 
home. Now he don't been he don't been shipwrecked. Now he's on the island. He done got bit. Now, do you think maybe if you kind of think that maybe all that stuff happened just to keep Paul from getting to this island because God was going to do a great work through Paul when he got there? Now, now Paul has got him. Now he's there. Now the Bible tells me they're looking at him like a little G God. And and then the the uh, the chief man on the island, they received him. And they gave him lodging. They were very nice and courteous to him. And so uh, the father of Publius, he was sick. He was the chief man on the island. He was the main man on the island. And he was sick and he had a and like the flu. And when Paul came in as the man of God, he prayed for the father. And he laid hands on him, and he healed him. Now, you know, you know, sometimes we don't think about things. Maybe something tried to, maybe that was something to try to keep him from getting there. Because the devil was trying to kill him before he got there, so he couldn't do what God called him to do. Because, you know, the enemy come to stop the work of God. He come to stop it. He want to stop it before it can get started. Now, he ain't worried about all these buildings on every corner that everybody's putting up. He ain't worried about the building because the devil know what's going on in the building. He worried about them that doing the work and people getting healed, delivered, and set free. Now, he's watching you. But I want you to know that the devil can't kill what God has anointed to live. If God has called and chosen you to do the work just as he chose Paul to do a great work, and he chose him to do it on this island, I believe that's why everything was coming against him because they knew what Paul was about to do. The enemy is very smart. He has a strategic plan to stop the work of God, to try to stop it. But Paul prayed for this man, and this man was healed. And then once the people on the island received him, they began to bring other people. So Paul was doing the work of the ministry. Now, what if, you know, you know, Paul, if he had to die, then that would have been the end of that. He was sent to the island, I believe, so that these people could be healed and could receive God, healing. And the people were healed because it tells us that, you know, when he prayed, he entered in and he prayed and he laid hands on him and he healed them. And so we have to know that God is sending us to a place. Now, we don't need to be going everywhere trying to lay our hands on everybody because some people you don't lay your hands on. You got to know for know that you know that you know that God is telling you to do that. So you got to be careful about that. And but Paul prayed, I believe he prayed a prayer of healing over this man, and he was healed. And so once that was done, then everybody on the island saw the healing. They saw the power of God that was working through the man of God. Paul was doing the work of his ministry. He was healing. Paul was a very powerful man of God. And the people were getting healed so much so that those people that had disease in the island, they came to be healed. You know, there are ministries that God has ordained that all of us that can be healed. Now, every ministry is not for everybody. But you need to know where you need to be, what man of God that you need to be under, woman of God, man of God, woman of God that you need to be under. And uh, 
so that you can receive the healing that God has called for you to have. And and I want you to know, I want you to stay encouraged in the Lord. And, and I know that when we are doing the work of ministry, many things come at us every day. It's something that comes. But I, I want you to know that God has already made a way. He's already made a way of escape. And as I said earlier, as apostle, uh, the prophetess Yvonne has said unto her team, Thank you even missing it on their program, One Word from the Lord, um, that whatever God allows, we have to accept it. it. It won't feel good. We may not like it. And so we have to trust God to know that if he allowed it, it's something in there for us to learn, it's bigger than us. It's, it's not about us. The work of ministry is not about us. It's about those around us. And when we're trying to do those things, things happen. Life happens. And so we have to be prepared. We have to be ready. We have to be ready to go. We got to go, you therefore, into all of the world. And we got to preach the word of God. If we preach Jesus Christ, I put that on my Facebook page the other day. That's my quote. Jesus Christ and preach the word because he was the living word. If we preach Jesus Christ, people will be healed like they were healed in Paul's day. Paul prayed and these people were healed. He laid hand on and people were healed. So we got to get to that point that we know that God has already made a way, that the devil can't kill you and he can't take you out. You're going to live and you're going to come through all of these things. You just got to trust God. God is able to protect you. He goes before you every single day. He's able to preserve your life. He's able to keep you from falling. And always remember that someone is always watching you, whether it's for good or whether it's for evil, but somebody is always watching you. And even today, we know that today with all the technologies and the phones and the cameras on phones, it's not really no privacy. Somebody's always watching you. Somebody is always watching you. You just don't know the reason why they're watching you, but they are watching you. So I'm watching you to see, are you who you say you are in God? Some are watching you because of what they've done against you, and they want you to fall. But you won't fall if you continue to trust in God. The devil can't kill what God has anointed to live in the sheepfold, and we got to trust God in these last and evil days and know that God has a plan for our life. And that's to do us good. God wants to do a mighty work through the body of Christ. He wants soul healed, soul delivered, soul set free. He wants healing in the bodies of the believer. 
in the mind, body, soul, spirit. He wants us to be healed. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. That's what Jesus came for. And we should have nothing left. But we got to continue in doing the work. On doing the work. Because there will be many things that will come to throw you off course. Just like the shipwreck. It was trying to throw him off course. He could have drowned in the sea. He could have died from the snake bite. But God said not so. Mercy said no. I want you to know that the devil cannot kill what God has anointed to live. And and when you do the work of God and, and you're doing it from your heart and you committed and dedicated unto God and doing the work and continually to do the work. Because sometimes people, they start the work and they stop. They start it off, but they only have a zeal. Stay with it. And many people don't stay with it because of attacks. You know, Paul stayed with it. They, Paul was always locked up. And Paul was locked up in the jail cell. There was Paul again that he was going to Rome or wherever he was going. He was he was there because he was on the bonds. He was on the chain. He was with other prisoners. Not because he had did anything wrong. It was because he was preaching the gospel. He was preaching Jesus Christ. He was preaching Jesus Christ so that people were getting healed, delivered, and set free. People's soul were being saved, and people were coming to Jesus, coming to God in numbers. And when you do work like that, you get ready. And I want you to be encouraged to know that God is with you. You get ready to do the work. Don't be afraid to do the work. Continue in the work. Stay strong. Trust God. He will give you the strength to do the work can only imagine. They wouldn't have been in the record, in the shipwreck if they had to just listen to the man of God. But, you know, you got people that don't respect men and women of God. And they don't listen. Whether they say what well, I say, some of them just won't listen. So we find ourselves in places we all not to be because we're not listening to our leaders. We're being disobedient to our leaders. And we got to Obey the leaders that God has placed over us because they are there to bring forth the healing and deliverance in our lives. Paul was sent. Now, I don't know where God is sending you, but he will send you somewhere. And he'll send you among people who are barbarian people, people that don't know God. People don't know. Some people don't know nothing about God. They don't know nothing about Jesus. They don't know about his healing. They don't know him. And you just might be the person that God sent among them so that they can see the power of God, so they can see the healing, seeing the deliverance, seeing people set free from whatever's coming against them. You just might be the one that God has sent. And see, that might be why you're going through what you're going through, because you got anointing over your life. 
And you might be saying, well, Lord, why everybody coming against me? Why they don't like me? I ain't done that to nobody. Why they coming after me like that? Why they gathering together against me? Why they whispering against me? Why they plotting against me? Why they scheming against me? Could it be you got anointing on your life? And we need to come and come to the Lord. But you just might have a Lord. You might be just the one that God was sent into a land with people just like Paul had to go through. Now, he didn't get that easy now. tells us right now that when we do the work of God, that that journey won't be easy. It won't be easy. It's going to be some storm. What did it say? They had some storm and rain. They had many things to come. They had the cold. They had the rain. They had the contrary wind. They had the wind with bowstring. All of those things. He then he got bit by a snake. That was all part of the journey. God had sent him. Those that uh, the chief man's father may have died. If Paul hadn't came to the island. But look what it took for Paul to get there. I'm just saying, y'all. We got to trust God in these last and evil days. And I want to encourage you to continue to do the work. Don't let nothing stop you. And there will be many things that will come. It will come cold and rain. Sometimes it's going to get hot. The fire going to get hot. Sometimes people going to backbite you just like a serpent. Got poison tongue. Will speak evil against you. And they're going to wait to see if you're going to come through it. But I come to tell you that the devil can't kill what God has anointed to live. In Jesus' name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. We thank God for his Holy word, the devil can't kill what God has anointed to live. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for his word. You stay encouraged in the Lord, and you keep on doing the work. And I I heard one preacher say once, uh, if nobody says amen, if nobody says hallelujah, if nobody believes that you are called a chosen man or woman of God, if they don't believe that God has called women, that's okay. You keep doing the work and you stay focused because there's a reward in it for you. Keep giving God all of the glory because you're standing. You may have to stand alone, but that's okay. You keep doing the work. You stay focused. Don't get where your mind is something else and want to quit, don't quit, don't give up. Just keep doing the work. Amen. To God be in the glory. I want to go ahead and do the invitation uh, to Christ. If you don't know him, if you don't know the healer, if you don't know the deliverer, if you don't know the one who came to set you free from sin and darkness, I want to encourage you today to come. Jesus lived, died, and rose again just for you, that you might be saved, that you might be healed, that you might be delivered, that you might be set free. So I want to encourage you to come. If you would just say this prayer with me, Lord, I'm an 
a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I repent of any sin that I've done, known or unknown. Created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. I believe that Jesus is Lord and that his blood was shed for me, that his body was broken for me. Come into my heart, Lord. And be my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you said that prayer and you honestly repent, I want you to hit me up on Facebook. Amen. Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry there. Leave me a message there. Leave a contact um, number or a way that I can get in contact with you. And we can set up sessions with myself and my leaders. Amen. With somebody on the team. Amen. That we can get you discipleship because we just don't want you to, to, uh, to come and not get all that God has for you. Because when he came, salvation is free. But then there are steps and different things that you have to go through. It's just word. you got to read his word. I want to encourage you to get your Bible, the King James. If you're going to get another version to help you to understand the King James, I would suggest the New Living Translation. Amen. But we want you to start in the four gospels. Starting at Matthews, amen. We want you to read that, amen, and read your word daily. We want to encourage you also to follow all of the ministries here on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministries, amen, uh, under the leadership of Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle. I want to encourage you to do that today. Get connected to this ministry and stay connected to this ministry. Amen. As I said earlier, Voice of Truth is under the leadership of uh, a pastor and apostle. So I want you to get it. I want you to get everything that God has for you. So we want to encourage you to do that today. We want to welcome you to the body of Christ if you have given your life to Christ today. We want to encourage churchgoers and those who are backslidden. We want to encourage you to come. And let's get our life right with God. It's time out for playing church. Amen. Jesus is soon to return, and we want to be ready. So I want to encourage you to do that now. God is ever married to the backslider. Amen. If you're a church going, your name on the road, you must be saved. You must be born again. So your name on the church road, playing the biggest tie and buddy-buddy with the pastor, I ain't going to help you. You've got to know Jesus for yourself. You've got to be saved. Amen. And Jesus came and made a way for us to be saved. He paid the price. Amen. He came for us. He came for the sinner. He came for those who were sick. He came because we needed a doctor. So I want to encourage you today, let's get it right. Let's stop playing church, y'all. We got to get it right. Let's get our life right before God. Amen. So we thank God for the word again today. We want to thank each and every one of you for coming and being a part of the service today. Know that the devil can't kill what God has anointed to live. And don't you let that devil ride. Don't you let him ride. Don't you let him ride. Because he'll take you too far. Don't let him ride. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and do the um, VOT announcements. Amen. On Sunday we have for you Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, we are the second half of the hour power. We are on the air from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to encourage you to get connected. The first half of the hour power 
is Prophetess Martha William Pathetic Corner. She's on the air from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so we want to encourage you to get connected to these ministries on Sunday. Amen. You need the worry, and you're going to get the worry. Prophet Martha is a powerful prophet of God, and God is going to do a mighty, mighty work through the woman of God. And I don't want you to miss it. I want you to be aboard this train, and I want you to get on board right now. Amen. Today, I want you to begin to follow the ministry. Follow the word of God. Well, the word of God is being preached. So we want to encourage you to do it, do it today. Amen. You can make these ministry your church home. Amen. We don't have to be in a building. Right now we got people listening all over the world to this ministry. And so when we come together on one accord to receive the word and hear a word from the Lord, amen, we are the church of God and we are receiving the word of God. Through the airwaves. You're not being no builder. We're touching the world with the ministry. We're not just touching that little few in the church building on four walls. We're touching the world globally. Touching the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you to get connected to Pathetic Corner. Amen. And if our ministry has been a blessing to you, I know it has been because it blessed me. I want to encourage you to. The soul offering into her ministry, amen. If you would like to do that, you can just inbox her there on uh, Facebook, Prophetess Martha William or Martha William, and she will tell you how to do that offering, amen. You want to sow into a prophet so you can get a prophet award, amen. She is a true prophet of God, anointed by the Most High God. So I want to encourage you to do it, and watch God bless you. Then on Tuesday we have for you, one word from the Lord with my pastor, Pastor Joseph, and Apostle Prophetess Yvonne Rao. They are live on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. These are our radio ministries um, spreading the gospel. So we want to encourage you. These ministries are on the air live. It's our online radio ministry. Amen. It's a part of our ministry. So we want to encourage you to get connected to them. Um, I want to encourage you, if you need a life coach, uh, a mentor, if you need someone to help you, I would encourage you to get in contact with Pastor and Apostle. Amen. You can connect with them there on Facebook. Pastor Joseph Ryle has a, a faith page as well. You can contact him also through Prophetess Yvonne page as well. It's Yvonne Ryle and Ryle is spelled R-O-W-E-L-L. Amen. R-O-W-E-L-L. So you can get contact with Pastor Ryle and Apostle uh, Yvonne Ryle, they're on Facebook, and they will have to leave a contact number for them, amen, and they will get back with you, amen, to God be the glory. We want to encourage you to do that. They're live at 9 o'clock. You can click the the button there uh, on Block Talk Radio, and you, I think you may have to start an account to follow, but I want to encourage you to follow them. 
And also Pathetic Corn and Voice of Truth follow us there so you can get the message through your email when the shows will be coming on, log it in on your phone, amen. Because God is going to do a mighty work uh, through the work of their ministry. And then on Thursday night, we have For Your Faith Come by Hearing Ministry at 7 o'clock p.m. with Elder Evangelist Bertha Askews. We want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God, a powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God. God is going to do some great and mighty work through elders, so we want to encourage you to get connected to this ministry. Each one of these ministries are there for you, their ministry with you in mind. Amen. These ministries are ordained by God before the foundation of the world. So I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. I also want to encourage you to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more. If you would like to do that, you can inbox me or anyone on the team, and we will tell you how to do that for an offering of $25 or more. Amen. We want to encourage you to do that. And when you become a wild partner, you get um, different perks. You get words of encouragement. Amen. Uh, Voice of Truth is now doing word of word, uh, encouraging words. Excuse me, encouraging words, and we do that through Twitter. So if you are following me there on Twitter, I do encouraging words. Amen. I also post them there too on my Pinterest and my other social media pages. Amen. So we want you to be a part of what God is doing. And there's other um, moments and spirits and different things that that they send out this ministry to encourage you during the week. So we want to encourage you to do that. And also with that. You know, you'll get a call. You may just get a call from Pastor Apostle as well. And and also we pray for our partners and our, our families and, and the, those that support this ministry. So we want to encourage you to do that. Amen. We want to ask you to sow your tithe in your offering. Amen. Wherever you receive the word, that's where you're supposed to be sowing. Amen. To God be the glory. We, not, we don't never tell you what to sow. How much is sold? Because we know that God will do that. Amen. He tell us to bring it on in to the, the in the storehouse, so that it'll be meat in our house. So we want to encourage you to do that. Amen. We want to encourage you to become a wild partner. Amen. And you can, if you want to give a one-time offering, you can give a one-time offering. If you want to be a monthly partner, you can be a monthly partner. Do whatever God is telling you to do, because if He's telling you release it. There's something in it for you, amen? So you want to release it, you know. Don't have a bulldog grip on it, as my pastor would say. You got to release it so that you can receive a harvest, amen? To God be the glory. We just thank God, um, again, for you being obedient unto that and sowing your tithes and your offering, amen? You know, if if you receive you receive that word from Prophetess Martha today, I want you to sow that seed. You know, sow that seed. Whatever God's telling you to sow, sow that seed. If He told you to sow ten dollars, He told told you to sow a hundred dollars. Believe me, He got a reason for doing that. So I want to encourage you to do it, and you listen to it all the time. So into the work of the ministry. Ministry is not cheap. It is not. I know somebody. Yeah, I hear you. 
the word of God is free, but it is not free to do the work. If you're on radio, whether it's uh, online radio, whatever, syndicate radio, whatever it is, you're paying for it. you got to pay for it. you got to pay for your Bibles. And you're going to pay the cost for the anointing on your life, and it don't come cheap. So it's always a cost. Most times people don't realize what your leaders go through when they bring forth a word. You don't know the battle that they had to fight. We just we just went through Paul, what Paul had to go through to get to that island so those people could get healed. Because their anointing was on the line. And it cost them something. And so it cost us something. We have to play block talk radio. We have to pay for the Bible. If wherever we go, if somebody call us out uh, for special engagements, um, uh, events in the community, church event, it costs something to do all of that. So be a part of what God is doing with the ministry. Amen. And don't worry about what, where the money going, knowing that if God told you to sow it, he got a purpose for it. Amen. So I want to encourage you to do that. I also want to encourage you, if you have not purchased my ebook, I found it in me, you can purchase there on Amazon.com for only two ninety nine. It is a good read. Amen. And we just thank God for a good read and uh, Amazon and um and we also want to encourage you if you have not purchased my book ebook, The Heart Reflection, Amen. You know, everything that we do is connected to our hearts, Amen, and what's in it. Amen. It's on the two ninety nine too. It's on Goodread and Amazon dot com. So we just thank God for you. Amen. Uh, you can go to my Facebook page and you can see all the information there on the cover page that will tell you how to purchase it or you can somewhere on the page you should be able just to click the link and you can purchase it there. Amen. We want to thank you in advance for doing that. Amen. To God be the glory. You know, we throw away a lot of money sometimes on things that never help and we don't even know what we did with the money, but this right here will help you. Amen. To God be all of the glory. We just thank God for today. Now we're going to get ready to to get out of here. And we do hope and pray that you will tune in to to Voice of Truth next week. The um and also Pathetic Corner. Tune in for one hour power next week. Amen. To God be all of the glory. God is doing a mighty work. Amen. To God be the glory. Now for our benediction. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with his sin. Door. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. You have a blessed week in the Lord. Stay messed up. Amen. Trust God in the last and evil day. Know that God loves you, and I love you too. Meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio. Watch the True Worldwide Ministry, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed. We love you. Bye-bye.